Hey you, I'm Melanie, and you're listening to the Surrender to Thrive Podcast. Surrender to Thrive began as my journey of waking the fuck up, or as some spiritual experts may say, a peak in my spiritual awakening. After experiencing hard-hitting trauma and losses all at once, everything changed for me. I had to confront one of the biggest challenges of my life, learning to surrender. And now, I want to help you do the same. I help high-achieving women of color become emotionally resilient by learning to let go. Every week, I will hold space for intimate conversations surrounding naming and releasing unresolved feelings, emotional triggers, limiting beliefs, holistic wellness, ending toxic cycles and relationships, and so much more. I'll invite other healers of color to inspire and share their personal journeys and knowledge with you. You'll leave with practical solutions to care for your emotional body to finally let go and navigate life challenges to experience less stress and emotional stability. Yes, we're getting all in our feelings today, so let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Surrender to Thrive podcast. Today is episode four, you cannot find happiness. No, you can't. You cannot find happiness. I really wanted to talk about this today. It was on my heart to um, have this episode be about that, so that's what we're going to talk about. Um, but first, I want to get into some updates about Surrender to Thrive, what I've been up to. Um, but yeah, going back to the last episode about um, the journey, the journey requiring rest. That's what I've been doing. I haven't been posting as much um, on Instagram. Um, haven't really put a lot of effort into my business, if I'm being honest, this week, other than like thinking about ideas and preparing for um the last day of my mastermind circle, which is Sunday. And that's really what I've been focusing on because I really want to have this virtual retreat. And I really wanted one in person. But of course, with travel and, you know, the weather and just not really knowing how the world is going to be on that day, we just decided to have a virtual retreat for now and possibly doing an in-person retreat in March in Arizona. But this Sunday, we will be... Uh, I don't really want to go in too deep, y'all, because they might be listening. So I'm going to try to keep it real chill. But basically, I just want to have a day with my members to pour into themselves, to love on themselves, and just to reflect on the five months we've been together. Been together. So, y'all, we've been together five months, meeting biweekly via Zoom. And it's been so amazing to be invited to um, each member's lives and their challenges and things they're up to and their goals and their businesses and just seeing the growth over the past five months has been amazing and even you know for myself as someone who was just kind of like what am I doing I'm starting this group thing how is this gonna go I don't care I'm doing it anyway so it was a learning process for me as well, and I am so excited about that. Um, these ladies will also be members of the alumni, um, the Turning to Thrive alumni, um, which whenever you, quote unquote, graduate from the program, you will be 
um, alumni where you receive discounts on future retreats and workshops. Um, you receive all the emails, all the resources that um, the current members have. They will also still receive that. This is a lifetime just relationship. This is a lifetime sisterhood, as you know, you put it like that. Um, it's something that I really want women to connect in a way that is not temporary. It's not something just like, oh, hey, I know you. Okay, bye. I don't, you know, I'm not cool. We're not cool like that. No, I want it to be something sustainable, something where if we wanted to help each other out, we would, you know, have no problem texting, calling, whatever. So that was my intention. Well, one of my intentions with this group is just to build relationships and lasting relationships because, as you all know, like, once you get older, it's hard to find friends. It gets hard to maintain friends because you realize that your old friends just ain't, y'all ain't clicking no more. <laughs> the energy is different. So things become really weird for some people or for most people, um, just based on what I see out in the world. Um, but yeah, that's something that I am um, excited about this Sunday. Also, I am preparing for pre-enrollment for my next group. So like I said, this group is ending on Sunday. So I will be starting um, a wait list for those who are interested in joining Serena to Thrive, um, the Mastermind Circle, and also those who are interested in one-on-one coaching. So all of that is being <laughs> prepared and ready for you all to receive. Um, like I said, I've been taking time to rest a lot. So pretty much I've just been collecting my ideas and collecting different resources and reaching out to different people to prepare for um, my offerings, prepare offerings for you all. So, yeah, that's what's been going on. Um, I will actually have a full episode about Serena to Thrive, the Mastermind Circle, how the group can help you on your healing journey, all that good stuff. I'll just have a whole episode dedicated to that, um, especially for those who may not you know, know about Serena to Thrive or like, what the hell we doing? Like, who are you? All of that will be dedicated for another episode. So, um, also, I will have guest speakers or who I would say guests, not guests, but like co-hosts. I would like to call them co-hosts because I like having discussions. I don't want to necessarily do like a, a whole interview style type um, episodes where I have guests on. I want them to actually you know, interact, we inter, inter, interact with each other and have really intimate discussions where we just share our journeys and um, share our knowledge with you all and um, and be inspired by um, the journey. So that is coming up. I actually have two beautiful women that who have agreed to be on our podcast uh, or in our community. So I am so excited about that as well. So that's updates, y'all. Those, those are all the updates. So let's get into the episode. So I was sitting in my office today and I was just like, I had a really great group today. Um, and I also had a great one-on-one session with one of my clients at work. And I was just really just sitting with all that good energy and all the things that I was able to accomplish that day. And like, you know, today was a good day. So I was just like, really just sitting with it and, and not really um, like the last 30 minutes, I wouldn't even like focusing on, you know, 
doing progress notes or anything like that. I was just like, I just want to sit in this. And I just start having these thoughts. And I always have random ideas at the most unusual times. Like um, when I'm driving, I'm at the store getting groceries, <laughs> um, uh, playing with my niece and nephew. Like I just out of nowhere, I would just have like these ideas of like, like the coach in me or the therapist in me have like a talk with myself and I'm saying these things and the topic of happiness just popped in my head and I know it sounds like woo woo and we're like girl what the hell like you talking to yourself but like I mentioned before talking to yourself is not a bad thing like if you're not talking to your or having conversations with yourself yeah that that can be a, a issue but anyway before I even go on a tangent um a topic of happiness came up and what came up was that you can't find happiness. And I was like, wow, like you really cannot find happiness. When people go out looking for happiness, they are looking for something to fill a void. And it's usually something that isn't sustainable. It's usually something that's temporary. So people, you know, there's a lot of people like, oh my God, I can never be happy or man, like, I'm so unhappy right now. Why can't I just be happy? And they usually go out looking for something or someone. So um, I work with clients who are substance abusers, um, people who, who are addicts. So for them, they go out and look for drugs and alcohol to fill the void. Or there's people who go out and look for other people. <laughs> so we get into, like, these trauma bonds with, like, friends and and um, partners, romantic partners. Um, so things like that, or even things like food, (laughs) like how many of us love to be like, you know, I'm not feeling, I'm feeling sad right now. Let me go eat some ice cream. Like we see all the times in movies where the women are sad about a breakup or something. They're not happy. They're sad. And they eat, you know, a gallon of ice cream or a carton of ice cream. (laughs) And it's, it's just like this, this portrayal of like, trying to find something to fill a void. Um, or even those who may go shopping and, and you know, what we call like retail therapy. Um, there are so many different ways people try to fill voids um, when they're sad or stressed or just not in a happy place. Um, and like I said, it's usually something that's, that's not sustainable and that is temporary. So, when I say that people can't find happiness, I'm saying that you cannot find happiness outside of yourself. Now, I'm not saying that other people can't, um, you know, bring happiness into your life or they can't, um, you can't find happiness in things. But when you're seeking happiness outside of yourself, that can be an issue, especially if you're doing this on a consistent or regular basis. Like you're a person that has to find happiness outside of yourself because you don't feel you don't feel fulfilled within yourself. So the opposite of finding happiness is you have to create happiness. You have to create it. You cannot find it. You have to create it. And that process, like I said, starts from within you. It does not start outside of you. Now, if you're like, okay, what's the difference? When you find happiness, when you try to seek happiness or find happiness, you you have to go out and look for it. You have to go searching. You have to waste a lot of energy trying to pursue something that's 
temporary. However, when you create happiness, you can have that within yourself. So when you choose to tap into it, you will have it. It's already there. You don't have to go looking for it. It'll be right there waiting on you. Like, I'm here. You don't have to go and look for it in other people. You don't have to go out and buy new shoes or clothes. You don't have to go out and eat Chinese food. (laughs) This is one of my favorites. You don't have to eat this ice cream right now. I mean, unless you want to, but you don't have to go and look for it. It'll be waiting for you because you tapped into it. You won't have to look for it or seek it. So now I want to get into how you can create happiness because that's everyone's like question. Like, how do we do this stuff? Like, what's, what does the process look like? And the one of the things I really want to just remind you is that you have to learn to love yourself. That's the first step. And I know that's like <laughs> the trendy thing to say almost because like the self-care and wellness industry is booming. But it is a great reminder to learn to love yourself because it's just true. You cannot um, have happiness in life if you do not love yourself. You cannot name ways that you love yourself or things that you um, enjoy about yourself. It can be hard not to go out and try to find things that can bring you happiness. It's just how it works because if you're looking outside of yourself to feel this this unloved part of you or parts of you, like, of course, you're not going to be happy all the time because often we are disappointed by people when we don't receive what we want. If we go out looking for happiness in a person and this person turns out to be <laughs> a fuckboy or somebody that's just not it, then we're going to be like, damn, I'm, I'm still unhappy. I'm, I'm still not satisfied. Um, so yeah, like learn to love yourself and this can be the simplest act. It doesn't have to be this complicated process. Um, it can be simply doing something that you truly love every day. And that's one thing I always do. I always, it's, it's almost, it's programmed in me to like do something I love every day because it honestly makes me happy. It it brings me joy. So do something you love and that is an expression of your authentic self, something that's grown with you. So when you think about these things, because sometimes, like even when I work with clients, I'm like, what are your hobbies or what do you love to do? Or, you know, and they just like, I know, I don't know. Like I never learned to love myself. I never learned to figure out what I enjoy doing outside of the unhealthy habits I've been doing. Um so usually when we um, when we love doing something or it's something that we really enjoy doing, it's typically something we're afraid to share or get nervous about um, when we are in front of other people. So say you love to sing, like, <laughs> yeah, I love to sing. But sometimes, you know, the nerves come. It's just like, this is just so special to me. Like me singing outside, out loud in the <laughs> in the car and just having this concert in the shower, like this is, I enjoy doing this. And then somebody say, oh, sing for me. And then you kind of like, oh shit, like they're going to judge me. Like, what do I sound like? All these different things come up. Or maybe you are an author or a writer. You love to um, write, you know, short stories or poems or anything like that. And you may have this, you know, tinge of like nervousness because like, oh my God, like, are they going to like it? Do they going to think my writing is bad? 
um, like what is it, but it's something you truly love to do because it's an expansion of you. It's an expression of you. So just doing something you love is a great start to learning to love yourself. And if you can't really identify things you like to do or you don't really have any, you know, this exhaustive list of things you love to do, try out some things. Like I was looking at a video of um, <laughs> like African dance or, you know, um, all these different dance moves. I love to watch people dance. I'm not the best dancer. I can, I have, I have rhythm, <laughs> but I'm not the best dancer. But seeing other people dance, I'm just like, man, I want to try that, you know, just for fun. I, I want to see how I feel when I dance. And obviously, I, I mean, I love to dance. It's just that I'm not like a professional or anything. And this is not about being professional. It's about expressing what you love, essentially. So, yeah, if it's something that catches your interest, like, damn, I see this person <laughs> crocheting all these dope scarves. Maybe I should try crocheting or Dang, I really love to see women lift weights. Maybe I should get into weightlifting because I want to build my strength. Um, so just finding those different interests and hobbies through your um, curiosity. So that's a great way to learn and develop um, some hobbies that you truly love and learning to um, find ways to um, look, I said find ways. Wow. <laughs> but create happiness within yourself without going out to look for it. So I do want to clear up something that may seem a bit, you know, like, dang, like, OK, so you're saying that I have to go out and find hobbies and interests so that I can love myself. Like, isn't that the same thing as me trying to go out and find happiness? No. Um, I like to think that when we go out to discover parts of parts of us that haven't been loved or, or parts of us that we want to pour into and discover about ourselves through art and expression and these hobbies and interests, you're doing that to, you know, like going back to the trendy world, pouring into yourself to um, develop parts of yourself that you can tap into when you want happiness, when you want to create happiness for yourself, it will already be there. When you develop it, it will just already be there. You would know that, you know, I love this or I love this about myself. And it will be there versus you going out to find something or someone to fill a void. You're going to always be looking for that because you haven't taken the time to get to know yourself. You haven't taken time to get to taking time to love on yourself. So you're going to keep going out and looking for these things outside of yourself. So that's the difference. <laughs> and yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. So yeah, you want to create happiness for yourself, learn to love yourself through discovery, through curiosity, through um, hobbies and interests and expressions do the things you love do the things that you enjoy so that you can tap into those things um and so you can you know avoid looking for things outside of yourself that don't really serve you and now the next one is unconditional self-acceptance and this is pretty much saying that you're human you're going to have wins and losses you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have trial and errors and learning to roll with that, learning to accept that. For example, if you like say you're back in college and, you know, the last time on your exam or your 
on your biology exam, you got 100%, but this time you got a 89. Does that mean you're dumb? No, it, it can mean so many different things. It doesn't have to be, you know, this either or or this dualistic thinking, um, as they call it, of just like these two extremes and there's no gray area. Like learning to accept all of that, that you are human and you're going to have challenges. You're going to have these ups and downs and understanding that that doesn't necessarily define the person that you truly are, the person that you are learning to love. So you can be happy with yourself if you don't think or you can't be happy in life in general if you don't think you're enough. You're going to always be, again, seeking for things to validate you, to say that I'm enough, I'm worthy. Um, And I learned this the hard way. (laughs) I can say that for another episode, but just you have to understand um, or build that self-worth, self-worth. You have to build that self-acceptance, that unconditional self-acceptance where, you know, you're going to take some some losses. You're going to fall. You're going to trip and that's okay. Like that doesn't mean that change is impossible. Things cannot turn around. It just means that this has happened. This is the reality and this does not define me. This also includes the roles we play in people's lives. So if you're <laughs> like, if you're a, you know, a great mom, but you know, the next day you're not having the best day and you just feel like you're not being the best mom you can be. That doesn't mean that you're not a good mother because you have an A not so good day. Like that doesn't mean that you don't take care of your kids. It doesn't mean that you suck as a parent. That doesn't mean that at all. It just means that you're facing some challenges. You're having a bad day or a day that just doesn't feel like, you know, your usual good mom day, quote unquote. So it's really understanding that you're going to have these different, you know, experiences and learning to accept when things are not going the way you typically expect them to go. And that goes into like expectations and how they can really trip us up too uh, when it comes to happiness. So yeah, developing unconditional self-acceptance is another way you can create happiness. And just to sum everything up or what I'm trying to say in just one short, just in your face, (laughs) just statement is happiness is created when you learn how to fill your own cup. That's it, y'all. That's it. (laughs) Now, there's a great book that um, I love. I love this author. He is um, someone who practices act theory or acceptance and commitment therapy. And it's something that I truly want to get into and develop, um, especially being a therapist or a counseling professional. I really um, love this idea of learning to navigate life's challenges, learning to, you know, appreciate our experiences and what they teach us and our feelings and what they teach us and not avoiding or hiding or suppressing things. In the name of, you know, <laughs> just functioning in life. And that's, a, oh, that's another episode. I've been hearing this so much with my clients. Of, you know, I'm a functioning addict or I, I function really well. And I'm just like, 
do you now? <laughs> like, I really want to get into that conversation, but whatever. We're going to stay on track. <laughs> but yes, if you're looking for a resource, um, I recommend um, The Happiness Trap by Dr. Russ Harris. If you're looking for a book to check out, definitely check out that one. Um, again, is The um, the Happiness Trap, How to Stop Struggling and Start Living. Um, and he basically talks about you know, when we go out to find happiness, we often we go out to find um, happiness. We end up more stressed. So basically, like going back to what I was saying, like going out to find things outside of ourselves, and then we end up disappointed or even more frustrated because we thought these things and people would bring us happiness, and they 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 might do that. They might do that for us, but it's temporary and it's not something that's lasting. So. Definitely check that book out. So that's it, guys. That was today's episode. Um, that was on my heart today, and I really wanted to share it with you all to remind you to love on yourself. I love seeing people love on themselves. Like that makes me happy. <laughs> um, but I don't. Obviously, I don't look to just go out. I'm gonna find people that love on themselves. Like no, they just if I see it. I love it like it's amazing and I really want to take more time to talk about starting to thrive and talk about uh, my offerings and the things or well my goals with this podcast and my goals and my business so look forward to more episodes about that um most of my previous episode is just kind of like you know a toe in the water it's <laughs> it's a um, it's reminding you to pour into yourself. It's reminding you to rest. It's reminding you to take notice because awareness, like I mentioned, is the first step towards change. So I kind of been just like giving you, you know, little things here and there, but I really want to dive a lot, a lot deeper, really get into some uncomfortable, tough conversations. Um, you know have more guests on or like I said my co-host so I'm really looking forward to all of those things um that are coming up and yeah I hope you all have a good rest of your day night um whatever time of day you are listening to this also if you enjoyed the episode please leave a five-star review um and just let me know what you like give me your feedback you can also reach me on instagram at surrender the number two thrive underscore and by email that's info at surrender the number two thrive um <laughs> i'm sorry info at surrender the number two thrive.com yeah i had like a huge brain fart so <laughs> well, thank you guys